felters and welcome to the Needle Felting Addict. My name is Philippa from Felts by Philippa and today we are going to discuss mats. So why do you need a mat? Well, you need a mat to stop breaking your needles. If you don't have a mat when you start needle felting, your needle is going to go through the item that you're felting, hit the table and snap. And obviously, if it's hitting the table, you're going to be marking the surface that you're working on. So a mat is essential. But what do we mean when we say a mat? Because there seems to be a myriad of things out there that you can felt on. So I'm going to start with your absolute lowest basic and work all the way up to sort of the slightly more expensive, longer lasting types. So first off, do you need a mat? Well, I have actually felted with a towel underneath an item and I did this in a video where I was trying to start needle felting for the smallest amount of money possible. So you could fold up a towel and have that um, underneath your item. It's not the best because the needle doesn't go through it, it sort of stops the needle. But if you're trying to have a go at needle felting and you don't want to spend any money, you could, worst case scenario, use a towel. Or if you're stuck somewhere and you don't have your mat, you could protect your lap or the table with a towel folded up. So that's the basic one. Next up, a lot of people do do this if they're sort of doing classes uh, for children or for they want to keep the cost down. You can use a sponge and it's kind of OK. It would definitely last for a couple of goes. But after a while, a sponge, bits of the sponge are going to start to, to break away and get into your felting. So, yes, you can definitely if the people that are going to do it are only going to have a go for one or two times. Um, and it is very, very cheap. So it's a good, cheap, basic option. Next up from that, which is not the biggest increase in price, is something that you'll see in most starter kits. And it's a type of foam. It could be an upholstery type foam. It could be sort of a white one, a blue one. There's lots of colours of different types of foam. And obviously, these aren't the best for the environment because they don't break down that well. And we'll get on to eco mats in a bit. But they are perfect for beginners. They are cheap. They do last um, at least a month, a couple of months. It depends on how much you felt on them. The issues you get with them after a while is the middle of them starts to dip down because that's where you do the majority of your felting. They can be quite small. Um, and sometimes after a while, the foam will start to break down and end up in your felted item as you sort of stab it sort of pulls it up and, and breaks it off and that's the point when you get a dip or when it's breaking off you know you need to move on to a new mat so that's foam mats there's lots of them about they're in lots of kits definitely you know great if you're starting out and not sure if you want to spend too much money on this new craft next up we're just going to go to an unusual one because mats do depend on whether you're doing a 2D flat felt. So you'd be doing like a wool pitcher or a 3D sculptured felt. Um, and you don't use mats for wet felting um, at all. So that's sort of over to the side. So you've got the flat felts or the 2D felts, the sculpture. When you're doing a flat felt, this one is is I think because I don't do that many people do tend to use this and this is a brush mat so a brush mat is literally it looks like a square shaped hairbrush almost it's got bristles sticking up 
and um, I've got a blue one that I got off Amazon. It's quite heavy. Um, it's it's they're quite expensive as well for the size that they are. So do check the size before you order them. And I haven't really got on with mine. The the thing is, I do three D sculptures most of the time, and when you roll your wool up on there and start to felt through. Um, it's great. There's little or no resistance back uh, from the needle hitting. So the needle goes all the way through. There's a definite feel. If you ever get the chance to try a brush mat, you'll know exactly what I mean. So if you had a punch tool with 10 needles, it goes all the way through really, really easily. There's no resistance from the mat. But when you lift the item up, sometimes the bristles have pulled away some of the <laughs> wool and it's a bit fuzzy underneath. And this is contrary to what you want to do to try and get a smooth finish. I'm going to do a podcast on smooth finish because there's a lot to talk about for smooth finishes. Um, so it kind of doesn't work that well for me for 3D felts. But if you had a flat item that you were doing and you had a punch tool with the 10 needles and you just go all the way across it, it's a great sort of... Uh, it, it works quite quickly. Um, if you were doing a sort of a pelt coat for an animal where you were mixing all the colours and then you were going to lift it up in its flat form and put it on the animal, it might work quite well for you too. So don't, just because I don't like it, don't brush it aside. Do consider it and do, if you know someone who needle felts and you want to try one out, definitely ask them. So that's the brush mat. Um, next up, we will go to a burlap or a hessian. So I think in America, hessian is called burlap. So it's that sort of um, beigey material which has got a, a weave on it. And you can have two bits and you sew them together and then you fill it with whatever you want. You could put core wool on the inside. You could put, a lot of people put rice. There's a type of um, wheat husk that you put inside it. So I tried one with the husks actually. And... <laughs> I, I, it was a homemade one. So I put two layers of hessian because the weave wasn't as close as I wanted it to be. And still some of the husks came out. So I refilled it with rice and, you know, that works quite well. The rice is very heavy, but it gives you great resistance when you um, are doing a sort of a 3D item. You roll up your wool. It holds the shape really nicely. Um, you don't hit the rice. I, I thought but surely it's going to sort of blunt the needles over time because you'll hit the rice, but you, it doesn't. It's absolutely fine. The only thing is with that, yes, it's it's cheap to make if you want to make it yourself. There's some out there on Etsy. Just have a look through because lots of people do make them. Um, but the only thing is it's heavy if you want to sort of go places. Um, and I, to be honest, I did not use mine that much. I moved straight on because I did a video on sort of seven different types of mats and so I made one for it and tried it out and tested it and everything and I haven't ever really gone back to it so sort of next up moving on from that we have got the wool felt material mat so it's like uh, it's like a felt material basically um, if you get the 100% wool you're going to have to check that the needle goes through if you wanted to make one yourself. So any that are made up on Etsy or stuff like that will be the right material. So you can felt basically onto any material. If you wanted to uh, felt a picture on a piece of denim or a piece of cotton or a piece of linen or a jumper, all you need to do is get that 
material and see if the needle will go through it. And if the needle goes through it, that's great. And then obviously do consider large needles won't go through certain things, so you might need a finer needle. So if you wanted to make this felt material one yourself, um, I would go for something that is not 100% wool, uh, go for a slightly sort of um, mixed base so that the needles will definitely sort of penetrate. Because when you felt something, your needle penetrates through the other side quite a lot of the time and it needs to be able to go through the mat a little bit without too much resistance. Otherwise, you're just going to be hitting a, a wall um, and it's just going to bounce off and it's not a nice feeling. But I moved on to this wool um, mat oh quite early on and I used it for a long time I really liked it so one side is in a cream color one side is in a gray that's the sort of traditional colors but you can have it in any color you want um, but that really helps if you're doing a light color felt you use the light side if you're using a dark color felt use the dark side because however much um, you try to avoid it bits of your wool are going to end up in your mat and if you have um, a light colour and you're doing black on it your mat's just going to be covered in black and it's really difficult to get out so that wool felt material one um, stuffed with core wool it's light you can do it to a big size if you want to make your own or you know they're not too expensive to buy I say not too expensive they're a good 10 to 15 pounds probably especially if you're you know buying one on Etsy that someone's made up for you but they last well I I really think it's a good in-between mat and if you want to see what it looks like do pop over to my YouTube channel and I've got my whole video on on the different types of mats so you can actually physically see it and I do a bit of felting on it it provides lovely support it's off the table a little bit um, sometimes I don't like to be too close to the table. It's all about ergonomics of your hand and where you like your hand to be and hold it when you're felting. If you had a, an upholstery piece of foam that was six inches thick, you're, you're going to be up in the air and it's going to be quite uncomfortable. So this is why you, you might need to try a couple of mats before you settle on one. So that's the wool felt material one. Next up... I'll just sort of mention the earth mat. Um, the makers do them, Lincolnshire Fencrafts do them. And this is basically you have a base mat um, and that you keep forever. And then you have a sort of a top mat. And they're about, I don't know, a couple of centimetres thick each one. And the top mat is the one you'll do most of your felting into. And then you can replace that as it wears down. And it's made up of... 100% wool I believe because it's completely eco-friendly you can throw it on the compost the top layer not the bottom layer I don't believe um, but just go on to their websites and have a read through and you can see what I mean now these are nice they come in a square shape these ones are a bit lower to the table but you could build it up and put something underneath if you wanted them a bit higher um, and they are good now with a lot of mats one thing you can do to avoid the colours getting into your mat is you can use toppers they're called and you could it could be anything it could be a piece of linen a piece of cotton a piece of felt something you've got lying around as long as your needle will go through it and when you do light colors you'll have one for light colors when you do dark colors you'll have one for dark colors and you can just pop them on the top as you're felting that item 
And it really helps as well when you go to sort of peel your item off the mat, because sometimes, especially if you're doing a 2D felt, they get sort of get quite stuck down. So you peel it off, but then you do have to peel it off the back of the item as well. But they're called um, toppers and you just do them in, you know, you just cut a piece of material that you might have lying around and that could be your topper for a couple of months and move on to the next and then throw that away. And so it's quite good to preserve your mat underneath. So that works well. Um, so that's the eco sort of earth mats. So I have a look through, like I said, Lincolnshire Fencrafts and the makers do them for sure. But I, I know there's probably other uh, companies out there. So they're made up of two layers and you replace the top layer. It probably would last quite a long time, at least a year, I'm reckoning, because it's a nice thick sort of wool layer. So I can't see it wearing down like the foam mats will wear down quite quickly. So that's that. So next up. Probably the top one for me is the Wool Buddy or I think Feltabulous is the other make. Now Wool Buddy, the mat that they have, for me, I have quite a large size mat. It's about, um, looking at it now, at least 10 inches across. And it's thick, it's probably about 2 inches thick and it's just made up of wool and it's all uh, wet felted together normally now you can make one yourself I have a video on making your own and I have my one at the top ready to use it because I've been using my wool buddy for about three years now and it's still it's going strong I'm getting a new one but that's just because I do quite a lot of filming and I want my mat to look a little bit well in <laughs> in a little bit better condition but to be fair my mat it, it's excellent it's so good it's just it's looking a bit messy that's all but it's firm I love the firmness and I love the size of it it's a great platform area for me to do all my 3d felts it's nice it's got a nice depth so that when I'm doing the leg of an animal I pop the leg over the top and the other leg goes underneath because um, you have to support the legs when you're doing it's it just works perfectly Sorry, just moving. It just works perfectly for me, the wool buddy. And price-wise, it's a good 20 to 30 pounds, but it's lasted three years at the moment and I felt an awful lot. And I'm not working for wool buddy. That's why I'm also mentioning, I think Feltabulous is the other one that's really, really similar. But as I said, you can make your own and um, you just put all your wool bat layers together or or your roving or tops you can make a mat out of any wool that you've got which is quite handy you can use up some wools that you don't like or some core wool and I sort of felt it all together into the shape and then you wet felt that shape so this wool buddy I'm assuming it's all wet felted and that's why it comes out so solid I just to give you an idea as well I have broken three needles in there normally it's because they're poking I, I store them all in the top corner and I've knocked them and they've snapped because the uh, lower half of the needle is in the mat I can't get them I can't find them I cannot find them in this mat so it, it's great from that point of view it seems so thick and quite safe um, but yes it is it's a really really good mat so I am a bit biased but mats are going to be better for certain people for certain things so don't just think because I say it's the best mat 
it might not be for you because you might be doing flat felts. You might be doing very small needle felted items. I do quite large needle felted items. So I love the large size of the wool buddy. Anyway, so that is most mats. There's one other thing I just want to mention on Amazon. You can get these things. They're called like ironing mats. Um, I did get one just to see what it was like. It's too thick. Um, you can't, the needle doesn't penetrate. So it just bounces off. So it's just impossible. So don't get these ironing mats that look like the earth mats you're going to need a top layer to be able to felt into so cleaning mats I just wanted to cover this briefly if you've got foam or anything sort of on the lower end of the scale I just used to get tape and you know wrap it around my hand and and sort of rub it all over um, and that used to get quite a lot of the bits off um, rubber gloves and just get a little bit of water on there and just really, really rub them all over the mat. That works well. Hoovers. A lot of people can, you know, get a hoover. Some people clean their felts, actually, with a hoover with a little tight, a pair of tights sort of um, rubber banded over the top so that it doesn't suck up any of the wool. Um, but I use a metal bar. I was going to get the proper name of it. I'll try and get the proper name. And put it down below it's the it's for scraping sort of carpets and upholstery and things like that it's um got a wooden handle and there's a little metal bar on it and i use it on my wool buddy all the time and it is again it was like three or four pounds so you know keep your mats clean that works really well to stop you getting cross contamination with your colors i have to admit with the wool buddy i clean it every time i use it and I don't sort of turn the mat over and, and use either side. I just use one side. I've not had an issue with it. So there we go. I think I've covered everything I wanted to talk about. Yeah, we've done toppers. We've done cleaning. We've done all the types of mats. There's so many out there. Don't get confused by it. And if you're happy with the foam mat, the upholstery mat, you know, that's great in the beginning. But after a while, you're going to want to invest in something that will last and a lot longer and the earth mats the wool felt material mats the wool buddies those sort of things will definitely last so next up i think i'm going to do tools needle felting tools because there's quite a lot of things that can make your life a little bit easier so we're going to go through that it might be tricky to talk through them without seeing them but i shall do my best and then we're going to be doing smooth finish and also i might be talking a little bit more about the business because I've recently closed my Patreon and I want to sort of talk through why. Um, and also I'm aware that I haven't done a whole business sort of update re recently, which I will do. But thank you for listening. And I hope you've enjoyed that. If you have any questions, probably pop them on Instagram, DM me and take care and happy felting. Speak soon.